Hallelujah. Lift up your hands and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord Jesus. And tonight, we dedicate this service to you. And we pray a powerful and a mighty anointing of the Holy Ghost. Tonight, Holy Spirit, move in a powerful way and touch every life who is here tonight in every life who will hear this message in the days to come. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. You may be seated around the church tonight. I want us to start with Psalm number 3. The third psalm. We're going to read the whole psalm before we go any further. Lord, how are they increased that troubled me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. But Thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and He heard me out of His holy hill. I laid me down and I slept. I awaked, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that set themselves against me round about. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God. For you have smitten all my enemies upon the cheekbone. You have broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongs unto the Lord. Your blessing is upon your people. I want us to focus on that first line in verse 3. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. As in, who is the shield for David? We're not talking in the natural. We're talking in the spirit realm. Who is the shield for David? For thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. Let's turn for a moment to the book of 1 Samuel. In chapter 16, David is anointed by Samuel to become the next king of Israel. We are familiar with the sin. The seven older brothers come. Samuel looks at them. He thinks the first two are great. 
And the Lord says, no, I look on the inside, none on the outside. After the first seven passed by Samuel, the prophet said, do you have any other sons? Well, we have one in the field. He's keeping watch over the sheep. They waited until David arrived. And then David was anointed in the midst of his brethren. Verse 13 is a vital verse. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. Notice what just happened. David might have been anointed to be the next king, but on this day he did not become the next king. Saul would complete his reign, and then David would take over afterward. What was the end effect of what happened on this day? And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. From this moment in time, when the anointing comes on David, the Spirit of the Lord is on him. This is the big moment in this anointing. Not necessarily the title of king, but the anointing of the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord being upon David. Now, what did David say in Psalm 3? But thou, O Lord, are a shield for me. So who is the shield for David? Thou, O Lord, are a shield for me. What happened here? The Spirit of the Lord is upon David. So who really is David's shield really from this point forward? I could say this, that the Spirit of the Lord now upon David is his shield, is his protection. If you notice the next verse, but the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. And an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. So what can we say? On the day that the Spirit of the Lord left Saul, you can say that the protection of the Lord, the shield of the Lord, left him for the rest of his life. Now I know some would say, but Saul won battle after battle after battle, after this event happened. But who won the majority of the battles for King Saul? Was it King Saul who does not have the protection of the Lord? Or were they won by the one who had the protection of the Lord? That would be David. Case in point. The next chapter. This is the David and Goliath chapter. Many of us are familiar with the scene. Goliath out there, day after day, the giant's giant, 
The one the giants looked up to because he's so tall and muscular and agile and can move fast. This giant is out there day after day defying the armies of Israel. He's out there day after day defying the God of Israel. It was on one of these days when David arrived and he said, I could beat this Philistine. Some of the servants of King Saul heard it. Why didn't Saul go out and face Goliath? Because at this point, the protective hand of the Lord was no longer on his life. But it was on David. And because David had this anointing, this protection of the Lord, he knew he could go out into that battle and win. You see, with the anointing of the Holy Ghost, the protection of the Holy Ghost, we are empowered for victory. Are you still here? Now, what happens? David gets in front of King Saul. And what was one of the first things Saul did? He tried to put his armor on David. The helmet, the breastplate, all the armor that would be worn by an Israelite soldier. The problem, they didn't fit. And David said something of great importance. I have not proven these. Now, what had David proved along the way? If you remember, in his first line about his resume, David said, I killed a lion and I killed a bear. What did David have? A slingshot. He did not have a gun. He did not have a sword. He did not have any sophisticated weapon system. He also had no means of protection in the natural. No shield. No armor. Nothing. Yet David was able to stand in front of the bear and the lion. Why? What did we just see? We saw what? The Spirit of the Lord upon David. The Spirit of the Lord being the protection for David. That bear did not have a chance. That lion had no chance because David, anointed with the protection of the Holy Ghost, the shield of the Lord, was able to withstand this. So David, by faith, he stands there and says, I have not proven this armor. But the armor he does have, the spiritual armor, 
David has proven. That would be the Spirit of the Lord being upon him. The Spirit of the Lord being his protection. You see, there was no way that Goliath was going to hurt David. Why? Because David had divine protection. The Spirit of the Lord being upon him, protecting him. Are we still here? Now, what does this divine protection give David? If you think about this, why is he able to stand in front of the most agile athlete of the time, tall, fast, strong? Why is David, at this point in his life, able to stand there in front of this man and not back? down because he had a divine protection that allowed him to stand in front of this giant and this divine protection David had so much confidence in the Holy Spirit that he knew this giant was not going to harm him This is a faith in the Lord and His Holy Spirit that goes beyond anything that we can wrap our mind around. A faith in the Spirit of the Lord that allowed David to stand there with complete confidence knowing that the giant cannot hurt him. And not only that, It gives him the confidence to go on offense. Armor, what it does, it gives soldiers throughout history the confidence to stand and fight. They don't have to worry as much about defense. They can just worry about offense. Now in the spiritual, here is David. He is standing here. With this armor called the protection of the Holy Ghost. And he can stand there and go on offense spiritually because he knows the Lord is his defense. With the Lord on his side, David could go on offense. One stone, bullseye, down he goes. Grabs his knife, takes off his head, his sword, takes off his head. But why is David able to do this? Because he has a divine protection. The Spirit of the Lord being upon him. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. The protection of David is the Spirit of the Lord. Are we still here? Let's keep moving. When David lost favor in the side of Saul. You see, early on in the career of David as a soldier, he was of great use for King Saul. King Saul had lost the Spirit of the Lord. He had lost 
the protection of the Lord. The only protection he had was, ironically, the protection that David gave him. David provided the covering that protected the people of Israel during that time period. But then King Saul, knowing that the Spirit of the Lord was upon David and not on him, he set out to kill David. This led David into his wilderness years. Now understand something. David backed himself into a corner from a strategic point of view. He does not run all over the place. He's pretty much confined to a small area. All the advantages are with Saul. In the natural, Saul should be able to defeat David easily. But why does David survive and thrive through all of this? Because David has a protection that comes from the Lord. A divine protection. David's protection, the Spirit of the Lord... Not just protects him, but it protects all the men who came out to support David on the battlefield. You do not read anywhere in the second part of 1 Samuel of David losing any of his men on the battlefield. Why? Because the Spirit of the Lord... It's upon David. And because the Spirit of the Lord is upon David and providing him protection, he is providing protection for all of those in his camp. This does not mean that things went great for David. He still faced attacks, not just from Saul, but from every group around in that area. But David survives and thrives because the Spirit of the Lord is his defense. He shield his protection. Are we still here? When David goes to the Philistine camp, understand why David goes there. He goes there because he says, if I stay out here in the wilderness, Saul's going to get me. A moment of discouragement for David. But think, shouldn't the Philistines be killing David for moment one? After all, they were singing about how David killed his 10,000 of Philistines. That was not a popular song in the Philistine camp. When David arrived there, he should have been toast. Yet what happens? He is allowed 
to stay in the land of the Philistines. And there he survives. It's not because the Philistines are giving him cover. Even at this moment, when David's faith is at its lowest point, when he goes to the Philistine camp, the Spirit of the Lord is still protecting him. What do you mean? The Philistines never killed David. They never made an attack on his men. Are we still here? There is only one time we're going to read about an attack on David's men. When was that? When David was in the Philistine camp as the Philistines prepared to go fight Israel. Now, I know we could say a lot of things about how David avoided fighting Israel. But let me tell you why David did not have to fight Israel. For thou, O Lord, are a shield for me. My protection. The Spirit of the Lord protected David from the battle. Now when David was there being protected, the Amalekites raided Ziklag, David's headquarters, and took everyone captive. You could say, but Brother Hope, that was an attack. Where was God's protection? I'm going to tell you where God's protection was. The whole way with David. Why? Because God had to get David away from where the battle with Israel would have been to protect him from that situation. The big battle between Israel and the Philistines, David was not there. Saul dies in that battle. Jonathan dies in that battle. Why? Because the protection of the Lord is off of them. And the one who had the protection is nowhere to be found because it was time for Saul and his family to face the consequences of their action. The Lord made sure David was a million miles away, or at least a few hundred, to protect him. And then what happened? David wiped out the Amalekites. He saved his people, from what we could tell, no casualties, brings them back safely. And then David begins his rise as king. Get what we're saying tonight. The Lord protected David through all of this. Why? Because the Spirit of the Lord is upon David. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. Let's go back to Psalm chapter 3 for a moment. Depending on your Bible, there is a description 
between the word Psalm 3 and verse 1. The description of the psalm is a psalm of David when he fled from Absalom, his son. The setting for Psalm 3 is different than the earlier events in David's life. Because this time, David is not fleeing from a lion or a bear or a Philistine or King Saul. He is fleeing from his own son and from a group of Israelites that have turned away from King Saul. Why is Absalom doomed to failure? And why are all of those who align with Absalom doomed to failure? Who is the protection of the Lord with? Absalom or David? When faced with a situation on who you side with, you better side with the one who has the protection of the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord upon him. Thou, Lord, art a shield for me. This does not mean that David is a happy camper. Verse 1. How are they increased that troubled me? Many are they that rise up against me. And this is even worse because it's personal. It's family. His own son is fighting against me. Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for me in God. What's the point that David's making here? They think that God has abandoned me. They think that the protection of the Lord is gone. They think that the Spirit has left David just like it did Saul. That's what the enemies were thinking. The Spirit of the Lord had left David. Many it be that say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. Yet what does David say? But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. The protection of the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord is still upon David. Are we getting this? I don't care what the enemy says. I don't care that the enemy says that the hand of the Lord is no longer upon them. I don't care if the enemy is tens of thousands. The Spirit of the Lord is our protection. The Spirit of the Lord will protect us. For Thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. Let's look at that last line. The lifter of my head. It would be easy for David to be depressed and in sorrow. Because in all honesty, he is depressed and in sorrow. And it goes beyond the enemy. It goes beyond the war. It goes to his son 
and everything that he has done. David is one depressed person. Yet what does he say? The Lord is the lifter of my head. In other words, he goes and raises him and takes that sorrow that's inside of him. And he is replacing this with what? The Spirit of the Lord operating in his life in a mighty and powerful way. I cried unto the Lord with my voice. Verse 4. And he heard me out of his holy hill. Get what we're saying here. David prayed. If you read the book of Psalms, there is one conclusion that you can make. David did a lot of praying. A lot of praying. And he could always answer with this, that the Lord answered my prayer. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill. I laid me down and slept. I awaked, for the Lord sustained me. The Lord protected David at night in a battlefield, especially in ancient times. You had to be on guard constantly. Because the enemy can come under the cloud of darkness and destroy their enemy just like that. Catching them by surprise. So they had to have armed guards surrounding the camp. Yet what does David say? I could go to sleep and I know that my Lord will protect me, and I will be here in the next morning. I will not be afraid, verse 6, of ten thousands of people that set themselves against me round about. Why? Why can David stand here? An emotional time of his life. When those in Israel have turned their back against him, his own son leading the rebellion, why can David stand here and say this? But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. My protection. The Lord is the protection of David. The Holy Spirit is his protection. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God. For you have smitten all my enemies upon the cheekbone. You have broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongs unto the Lord. The blessing is upon thy people. So why was David and his army able to prevail? Because there is a divine protection upon David. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me.
Let's bring this into this time. Before Jesus went to the cross, Jesus said that He would ascend back to the Father, ask Him to send the Holy Spirit to us. And what do we see in the book of Acts over and over again? The church should have been wiped out by the Romans, by the Jews and the religious rulers, by every group in the region. Peter should have been dead at least twice. He was in jail with a jailbreak twice. Why? Thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. The Apostle Paul. He was in how many situations? Stoned on the first missionary journey. Beaten on the second missionary journey. Nearly part of a bad scene in Ephesus. Arrested in Jerusalem. And then... Everything that happened on the voyage going to Rome. Why was Paul protected? But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. But Brother Bill, don't you realize they all died martyrs' death? Who said that's a bad thing? They still had the protection of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because they passed from death unto life. And the pains of hell and the lake of fire have no effect on them. Are we still here? Listen to what the Spirit is saying tonight. Thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. How many are baptized with the Holy Ghost tonight? Those who are baptized with the Holy Ghost. We can say, Thou, O Lord, are a shield for me. We talk about the full armor of God. Let's go back to the shield, since that's what we saw with David. And what did we say? That David, because of the divine protection, was able to stand in the face of the most ruthless enemies Because the protection of the Holy Ghost was upon him. Oh, I'm not talking natural protection now. I'm talking about spiritual protection. 
And David's faith was so much in this divine protection that God gave him that he was able to stand on the battlefield. If you look at Jesus, the Spirit of the Lord was upon him before he went out into that wilderness. When he faced Satan, why was Satan bound to lose? Because David, excuse me, Jesus had the protection of the Holy Spirit. We, as believers, we have spiritual protection that will even help in natural situations. Our faith is in Jesus and the Holy Spirit that He asked for and the Father sent in His name. Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to be, in, to be our protection. We are to trust in the Lord with all our hearts. And that faith in the Spirit given to us by Jesus, that faith becomes our protection. The faith in the Spirit sent by the Lord is our protection. The Spirit is that important. Tonight, every believer, I want us allow the Lord to lift up our chins. Or as it said in Psalm 3, the lifter of my head. Get that chin up. Because there are many times we will face the attack of the enemy, be it natural or spiritual. But the Spirit of the Lord has a message for you tonight. Lift up your head. Allow the Lord to raise your head. Because He has given you a protection. And we can live an overcoming life. We can live a life of victory. Because we have a protection from God called the Holy Spirit. We can depend and have faith in the Spirit of the Lord. Every part of our protection comes from the Lord. I know it's easy to give in to fear. I've been one. That's probably done that more times than I can remember. But let me tell you what David said here. Thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. The Spirit of the Lord is our shield. There is no way we're going to lose because the Spirit of the Lord is our protection. Why was David able to go on offense? The Spirit of the Lord 
was his shield, his protection. Let's finish with Paul. I'm going to go back to that boat ride to Rome when the ship was about to sink. What did Paul stand up there and say? The Lord will save our lives. Why was Paul able to go on offense? Because the Spirit of the Lord was upon him, protecting him, that he could now go on offense. Why can we go on offense as a church? Because we have a divine protection. A divine protection called the Holy Ghost. Tonight, we need to rely on this divine protection. We have this. We need to rely on this. And when we do, we can go on offense as directed by the Spirit of the Lord and gain the victory. But we can do this because we have faith in our protection given to us by the Lord through the Holy Spirit. But Thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. Tonight, let's have faith and depend on this shield. Let's stand across the church tonight. Hallelujah.